Before we get to the podcast, I have a gift for you. I love bringing hope to you each week through this podcast. Hope is such a beautiful gift and one that I definitely like to share. For the times in my life when I needed hope, I open my Bible and allow God's Word to speak to me. As a gift of hope to you, I've created a prayer journal, Seven Days to Refuel Your Hope. This journal shares my journey through some of the most hopeless times in my life and the biblical verses that brought me back to hopefulness. My prayer for you is that this journal will help you to refuel, refresh, and realign your hope. You can download this free journal by visiting my website, dianebells.com, or clicking on the link in the show notes. Challenge God. Do challenge God. Challenge God. You just ask boldly, like, okay, God, if you are for real, I am believing this. If you are for real, mm-hmm. show me the other side. ever felt hopeless, like nothing good could ever happen again? Well, I have. And that's why I created The Hope Station. Each week, you will hear amazing stories of hope from people just like you, people who have transformed disastrous, disappointing, and depressing events in their lives into messages of hope, turning tragedy to triumph, pain to purpose, crisis to new careers all through the power of hope. So sit back, relax, and pull into the Hope Station, the place where you can refuel, refresh, and realign your hopes and dreams. Thank you so much for pulling into the Hope Station. Before we get started with the podcast, I would like to give you a gift, a gift of hope. And that is a seven-day prayer journal that I have created from my most hopeless situations and the biblical verses that brought me back to hopefulness. If you would like a copy, all that you have to do is click on the show notes, prayer journal, or you can visit my website, dianebells.com. I hope that this journal will bring you as much joy and peace as it did to me as I created it for you. Okay, hello, and welcome to the Hope Station. Today, our guest is Marianne Van Portfleet, and she is going to share with us a miraculous story of how one prayer changed her life. So thank you, Marianne, for joining us. And I can't wait to hear this story. (laughs) I love answered prayers and I love miracles. So let's get started. So how did this all begin? Well, it began in uh, 2018 and there I had uh, my second child and she was sleeping very, very badly. So I was okay. <laughs> I was awake all, all night some day, some days mm-hmm. and it was really heavy. I was really in a bad place at that moment. I was really okay. uh, kind of depressed, I think also. And postpartum depression, that kind of thing. Well, lack of sleep. It, I never gave that name to it, but it could be. Yeah. Okay. So it was just a heavy time. It was like a, a, a heavy blanket over, all over me. Oh, okay. And, um, well, 
<laughs> Sorry. That's all right. Um, so you had this heavy blanket over you, not being yeah. able to sleep. Just the yeah. thought of a, a, a child being awake and crying kids. Yes. Oh, yes. That, that's, I, I, so, I'm not good with that. So go ahead. <laughs> I can feel your pain already. <laughs> so when I had that, um, it was uh, a time of prayer it became. So I was awake. My kid was awake and I could, all I could do it was praying. So, uh, at that time I was also, um, like searching for God. I knew he was able to answer prayers, but I never had an answered prayer. And okay. in that time I was, uh, just kind of, uh, looking at the Bible, what some more, I think every day even. And, um, then at that point, I, I, I realized I don't really understand Jesus. Okay. What is that guy doing on the cross? <laughs> it was like, okay, I've heard the story all over. I just right. didn't know. So right. uh, at that point, I was like, okay, Lord, I want to follow you, but I don't know you. So mm. at that point, uh, that was all I said at one point. And um, I just went on with my business and uh, a business as usual, <laughs> sleepy nights. <laughs> so, um, and, um, but then just out of nowhere, mm -hmm. I had an opening, have an experience. And, um, I had the opportunity to look through the eyes of Jesus Christ. And okay. it was, well, let's stop yeah. there for a second. <laughs> So, like you have to tell us where this happened. Where where were you in? You know, I don't chair, even know. You know. But there was something that happened. Yes, I was just. I think it was in the morning, but it, it was a weird, strange situation because okay, I just was in it, and I cannot recall mm. whether it was in the morning, afternoon, or evening, or at night. I cannot recall that. I only recall that I was in it. What does in it mean? What is in it? In it was that there was a supernatural love in my heart okay. towards people. And there also chaos in my life left immediately. Like it, it felt like all the heaviness and the burdens that I was carrying from the kids that was not sleeping, from the ordinary daily life stuff. It was so heavy. It was all gone. It, it wasn't wasn't there anymore so that was the miracle and also that when I could step into a bus it was really funny actually because I would look to people and it was like there was such a deep love towards those people and that love I I cannot fully explain it even because um, I have three kids now okay. and I love them dearly, but the love towards those kids is like small compared to the love that I had towards the people in the bus. Complete strangers. I could love mm. so dearly. I wanted to give gifts. I wanted to, to, to <laughs> encourage everyone. I want to shout from the rooftop, you are so beautiful. <laughs> so, and that time it was so beautiful. 
Also, when they're yeah, was it for a short period of time, or are you still feeling this? Looking back on the time, I think it was like one week, one and a half week time that I was completely free. So this, when you go back to your prayer, this is very interesting to me. Mm -hmm. I don't know who you are. Mm -hmm. And then he showed you because God is love. That that's the one thing that we, right. That's what he is. And just to have that, um, this is so bad, but when I think of this, there is a movie called shallow Hal. And it's a very strange movie, but I, I would pray for eyes like Shallow Hell. So he had a Tony Robbins experience in an elevator that Tony changed how he looked at people. He was very judgmental. He was very cruel. Him and his friend, they yeah. were just always like dismissive, like no one was ever good enough. And it's not like they were some superstars. So he, through this conversation with Tony Robbins, only could see the good in people. So mm-hmm. the good was if they were someone who was like, I'll just say like in Jesus time, that they were a leper, they would look like, you know, a prince. And then he would see a princess who was really had a very hard and mean heart. And he would see them like a gangly old, old, you know, witch or whatever. So I, mm-hmm. I always prayed. This is a funny thing. Because <laughs> God gave it to you that I prayed <laughs> that I would have eyes like shallow hell, AKA <laughs> that I'd have eyes like Jesus. So yes, the- yes. How did that experience, like when you, you you said you just went on a bus, like, yeah, I feel like your heart had to be like almost bursting with, with love if you're experiencing through the eyes of Jesus. Yes. Um, well, at that time, it was just, it was all good. It was okay. There was no stress. There was no feeling of any judgment towards anyone. And it was so pure that it's it's all the human thoughts were just gone. The the, the <laughs> negativity, the the everything was gone. So right. there was nothing left to be judgmental about. <laughs> it's just gone that I had it. <laughs> you had it, and just even though you had it for it, it's not forever. It didn't last. You got your prayer answered, and this is interesting because you you felt like you. You've never had a prayer answered before. Not like this. No, no. Maybe not, small uh, things, but not like, like this. Tiny no. little, yes. can I find my earring kind of prayer? <laughs> yeah. Please help me get that bus. <laughs> yes, yeah. Those Especially type of prayers. when I was a student. <laughs> running late. Yeah, we, we've all had those prayers. Let the bus driver be nice today. I used to like... Yeah, I, I would miss the bus quite a bit in high school, so I know that. So just how did that change your life, Marianne, that you had this unbelievable miracle of just knowing who Jesus was? Non-judgmental, loving, full of giving. How, how did it change your life from the before Marianne to the current Marianne? Well, the interesting part is I think there's one bit after it because first I had the perfect love and then I had the perfect everything chaos I would say like I've drifted away from every sanity afterwards so first I had the huge amount of godliness and then I had the huge amount of everything wrong so uh, you could well say I had really uh, 
problems in my head. So um, during that time, there was so much chaos and everything was speaking to me. Um, and I was so certain everything was from God at that moment, delusions. And I'm really glad um, uh, I met a woman and she told me, well, Jesus is not in the chaos. Having now is not okay. So I was like, but I hear from Jesus. <laughs> but that wasn't true. Because when I listened to what she said, um, mm -hmm. I was able to uh, say to to uh, the Lord, I was like, okay, if this chaos is from you, I don't want it. And right. that was a second prayer, actually. And that prayer gave immediately rest. So the chaos and the signs all over the place were gone. So that was first high in heaven, first low in I don't know where. Yeah. <laughs> it was an ugly time. Also for my household, uh, my husband also was a heavy time. Then the chaos was all over. And then it stopped. It was like okay. I was myself again. But then with the experience of total mm -hmm. freedom and total chaos. And that changed my life in tremendous way because now right. I knew the truth about freedom. I knew the truth about complete bondage and that made me search, okay, so if I know that freedom is possible, mm -hmm. I want that. I right. want more discernment. I want more Holy Ghost. I want more truth and real freedom because I knew it's true. It's, it's right. all true. So I went to the Bible. I went to the scriptures and I looked all over and um, God re revealed some stuff to me. And I'm still in the process of the being, getting free fully. Mm -hmm. But um, he delivered me from anger already and uh, anger towards God also. Also, because I've always been like messy in, in, in the sense of uh, I have dyslexia, ADD, uh, chaotic stuff in my life already. So through the experience with Jesus, I knew all those stuff can be gone. Right. So now I am in a process to really remove it fully. And uh, recently I had a, a wonderful weird <laughs> deliverance session uh, with uh, someone and I really um uh, it's it's slowly lifting for real now. Okay. Well, let's talk a little bit about the before things because you said your life is very different and you yeah. talked about a couple of different areas so how have those areas changed what were they before and what are they now Marianne? Um, the biggest, uh, before was, uh, I think the chaos and the, the drifting in, in destiny. Uh, well, what is my purpose actually? Uh, so I was, I love everything. I love a lot of stuff. So, <laughs> and now the, for the first time, I'm really in a focus and uh, that's all, uh, 
centered towards God. Uh, I collect stories of hope, miracles, and true freedom, kind of like you are doing. So, right. Well, and, so chaos to focus. So you ha- you said that you have ADD. So yeah. that can be a very chaotic. And when you say, I like lots of things. So the shiny thing, like, oh, over there, over there. Boing, and then, boing. yes. <laughs> and now that you're focused. So what's another change that you've seen? Um, well, I know Jesus now. I understand it's for real. That's, I think, uh, my heart is in the right place to receive Mm -hmm. from Christ. Because before, um, I didn't have a relationship. I think relationship is the key word in this. uh, Because now I really think it's for real. (laughs) More than for real. Yeah. And people who don't have a deep faith and and someone says relationship, you can almost hear the eye roll, right? Like, Mm, okay. There he goes again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but if you're looking that your life went from chaos to focus, that you felt this amazing love, that anger that you had moved out. Why is freedom so important to you? Uh, because without the freedom, you have such a delay. You don't, you can't, you're not able to step into your destiny. Um, what I'm doing now Although I'm still in a process of freedom and getting more freedom, Mm -hmm. I'm a better mom. I know how to love better. Uh, I know how to care better. I know how to um, accept people better. Why should I judge if God is so loving towards people? Because I I come from a background with, with, uh, well, kind of judgmental i have to be honest yeah so a lot of uh, things are changed it, it, it's like i'm 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 mariana 2.0 <laughs> i call myself <laughs> not everything is not everything i can see now uh, what i feel in my heart but i know i'm working towards those positions and uh, forward into my destiny because Fully freed, I'm not currently, but I know I'm working towards it. When you say you're working towards it, what yeah. what does that work look like? Uh, first, I've learned to uh, uh, understand the voice of Jesus. Well, if Jesus is for real, then he has a voice. I've learned that in the Bible, like in the shepherd story. <laughs> mm-hmm. So then I need to know. And I searched and I uh, went to conferences and I've asked around Okay, uh, so if the Holy Ghost is now in me, um, then I'm able to speak in tongues? Uh, Well, how does that work (laughs) even? (laughs) So, okay, I've never done that. And so I've been practicing, I've been searching, and uh, now I can do that. I really pray in tongues because helping me to have a better relationship with, uh, with Jesus. For those who don't know what praying in tongues is about, how would you explain it? It's praying when you don't know what to pray anymore. You still can pray because it's the uttering of the Holy Spirit. It's kind of, I don't know what to pray anymore, so the Holy Spirit can take over, kind of, because he knows exactly what to pray. Right. Well, I, and that's where when you get when you're feeling kind of desperate and hopeless that you feel like I, 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 
I can't even pray. I don't want to pray. I don't believe that God's listening to my prayers, that he hears them. And then you're saying, wait, no, wait a minute. He is real. And he, even when we don't know what to pray, we have this Holy Spirit who's in us, who's going to do the job. So that's, yes. whatever someone else is doing the work for me, that's freedom to me, right? Like, when we mess yeah. up this call today, or I mess it up, I'm like, gosh, if I had someone who would come in and take care of these little things, that's freedom. And we don't realize that God wants to take care of the little things and the big things. We think Absolutely. we only have to go to him about simple things, about, you know, major things. And my girlfriend is, uh, she prays for parking spaces. Yes, <laughs> I mean, absolutely. She, it's it's yes. crazy. It's just, you know, praying for parking spaces. And I, I can hear myself, Lord, you know where the good spaces are. There was one time I was trying to park. Uh, I was driving my husband's vehicle at the time, and it was bigger than mine. And I was looking at the parking spaces and I said, Lord, I'm going to go around the block and I need a space like that and a half so I can feel good parking it. I pulled around and there's a space. The funny thing, there was two men who were standing right by the space there. So I, you know, I'm pulling in and through the grace of God, I pulled in, you know, parallel parking very easily. And I looked at them and they're looking at one another. I get out of my car and I said, which one of you lost the bet? And they look at me like, what? I said, two guys standing there, they would have been like the parking police. They would have been moving me in. So I knew that, that one of you bet against me. Who won the bet? I started to laugh. But it was just so funny that it was like, here's this spot opened up. And then this great story shows up because yeah. two guys, I knew that they were betting. They just had a bet. Could she get this yeah. big vehicle into the parking spot? Yeah. So to do it. that. So whatever kinds of freedom are you feeling when you know that God's in control, he's got you covered, that he loves you immensely, he's not judging you, what other type of freedom show up? I just feel like it's just okay to be me because I've been called like dumb and stuff like that in my youth. So words were heavy on me, Mm. although I like went through like uh, kind of okay, but it did cling to me. And Mm -hmm. those words, although I'm still working on it, don't have that big impact to me anymore. And I can step back. So, okay, so what are they saying? And what is Christ saying at the same time? So um, that's, for me, I think there's a growing freedom. Mm. And, uh, but all over, it's like in my heart. I just know that I know, that I know. <laughs> and there's freedom in that because there's, yes. there's like, you know, there's doubt prison, right? We, we put ourselves in doubt prison. We doubt ourselves. We doubt our abilities. We doubt our yeah. calling. We doubt that we have a purpose, that God can do anything with us. And you're saying, no, I'm, I'm good. Yeah. And when you know, and I think that like we can, uh, almost understand that God is love. We just feel like so many of us have been taught that God is also judgment and that he's mm-hmm. judging us every minute of every day that I, I could feel that I used to go to mm-hmm. bed and I would do a run through of all the things I didn't do that were displeasing. Diane, you're going to stop this judgment. You can't even sleep because you're so immersed in judgment. Like, like God's a taskmaster. Yeah. 
and the relief of that. But this has been going on, I'd say, for a good six years that I've been battling with God is not judgment. He's not judging me. He's judging my sins, you know, like, okay, there's sins, but he's not judging like, oh, she didn't, she didn't finish all the things she checked off on her to-do list. (laughs) That was, that was how I was seeing God. And it was so heavy. So how Mm -hmm. does it feel knowing that there's not some big entity just looking over you and judging you? Um, I, I'm not sure whether I, I had that, uh, feeling. There's also uh, a very important part, but that I didn't tell yet because, uh, because I knew Jesus was that pure in his love. I started to purify myself because the sin I knew that were clear to me. I know. I mean, you know, when you've been ugly to someone and right. you, at that point, I was, uh, I made a complete list of all the ugly things, the ugly thoughts and the things that I did. Mm. And so there came purification and forgiveness out of that. And I also had to go to people like, okay, I've done you wrong. Can mm. you please forgive me? Because of the pure heart of Christ, I didn't want that uh, in my heart anymore. So there came purification. So there first was a prayer. And that made me uh, understand that I was precious. And there came out purification. And that's helping me to inner peace. And, Mm -hmm. uh, well, now I'm in my purpose. (laughs) (laughs) So I love alliteration. So we got the yes, piece. Yes. <laughs> it's it's like five pieces. It's it's really cool. And it was a really a download from God. Like, okay, well, what really happened here? To 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 understand what happened to me, uh God gave me this. Well, I call them pearls, uh five powerful pearls. Pearls. <laughs> I've got to practice that word. <laughs> so that's my yeah, the, the recap kind of for of of the, the all the steps that I've been through. You see the true heart of God to through mm. the stories, because okay. God is such a different. Uh, can have such different faces, and every story has a different angle on God's heart. Through all the stories, you can see the heart of God, I believe. Especially through prayer. God is revealing so much. I had one prayer answered, but so many other people have prayers answered. It's just stunning how much it is. Oh, I know. (laughs) Well, it's true that when you think of the Bible, it's just one big story. You know, how did Jesus teach us? Through parables. They were stories, right? Yeah. So, so I'm using is, the same. <laughs> yeah. oh, so am I. Here you go. Yes, yes. Uh, the power of stories, but the stories of how God is working in our life, that he does have a purpose and a plan for us. And some of that's going to come through the path of purification, like you said, right? Yeah. But we have but we have to all start it with a prayer. Yes. So how would you encourage people to change their prayer life or pray? in a way that they can start feeling that God is listening to them as well. What would some suggestions you would make? Uh, Ask the hard questions. Just ask them all. 
don't be afraid. Don't hold back. Be real in your questions. Because, mm. well, if you're like, well, maybe he is existing. Well, could you please show yourself? But, well, I don't really care. You will not get an answer. Right. So do care about the question that you're asking. Be sincere in your heart. But even if you're not, God sometimes does answer. (laughs) And he (laughs) never answers the way you want him to answer. He never does. And his way is a better way or a worse way. Like, why should we allow God? Why should we even want? Maybe that's why people don't pray is because they're afraid of how God's going to answer that prayer. I know I've been guilty of that. Like, uh uh-oh, I'm going to say this, and I don't know what he's going to do once I sort of open that door. Yes, I feel the same way. I'm also still uh, struggling sometimes on, well, purify me. But that's always like there's a scissor and you need to be cut the branches like that. And, right, right. Uh, it's, no, it's, it's painful. Always, yes, it can be painful. And right. uh, yes, you there's some boldness needed. And but I do 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 urge people to to be bold and ask people ask God and challenge God. Do challenge God. Now that's an interesting concept. What do you yes. like to what what is challenge? Explain what you mean by that. <laughs> I want to well, hear this if one. You challenge God. You just ask boldly, like, okay, God, if you are for real, I am believing this. If you are for real, mm-hmm. show me the other side. You can ask that. He will answer, not the way you want to, but he will answer. He <laughs> <laughs> will. So, you know, what is it? Ask and you receive, knock and the door will be open, seek and you will find. And so much of it is, you know, having a a pure heart about it. And that's something that I hear from you, that you're you're asking this from a pure heart, from a child's heart to her father and saying, I'm going to challenge you. I'm going to ask for big, bold things. I'm going to see what happens because small prayers are really showing how, small our faith is and big prayers show how big our faith is and now that you've had this wonderful miracle because you did pray you could see why you are really saying be bold challenge yeah do ask the prayer that you want to pray don't hold back because god will not hold back either I, I love that. I, I do. And that, that's where so often that Jesus said, your faith has healed you. Yes. Your faith yes. is what does this. Yes. So even though at times we feel like our faith isn't strong enough, it's strong enough for God to use. He can use the little bit. I think when he yeah. talks about a mustard seed, maybe yeah. that, we think we have to have this big faith that we have to be praying, mm-hmm. praying boldly. We have to be doing all of this to be worthy of being in the presence of God. And he's like, no, come as you are. Mm-hmm. I love you just as you are. I'm not going to judge you <laughs> as you think I am. Yeah. Come with he your says, mess. Come with your mess. <laughs> Lay it before him. He already yes, knows, yes. right? Yeah. But there's a vulnerability to doing that as well. And yeah, from absolutely. what you're saying, it's worth it. 
Yeah, absolutely. But the father loves it to to see you come to his throne, to be humble and be right. just as you are with all your flaws. Because I haven't met any perfect people yet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you it's are me. <laughs> also, I ain't perfect, but I came yes. there and I got an answer. So why shouldn't any the other people also get an answer? Everyone can get the answers. And so there there yourself by reading the Bible. Because I think always the, the, the uh, read your Bible, pray every day. It's for real. It helps. It works. Well, we, we learn so much, especially when we're asking the Holy Spirit just to reveal things to us. What is this story saying to me? Because we think that the story is an ancient story. It has no relevance to us. And then we're like, oh, I needed to hear that today. Oh, that'll be really helpful in my journey today. And you just have to be open that he is speaking. And sometimes it's not audible. Like you said, it was a feeling that you had. It wasn't like God saying, I am love. I do not judge. No, I felt it. Something was inside of me. Yeah. And to have all the weight of that chaos and that anger and everything else that you were feeling taken away, I, I, I've been there. So I know exactly how that miracle feels. Yeah. So I just want to thank you for sharing your miracle with me and with our listeners. Anything else you'd like to share? Um, just know that you're loved. That's it. It might be sounding like ah, uh, it's one again telling me that I'm loved. Well, what does it mean? Well, ask Jesus. He will show you. <laughs> <laughs> and be ready for a miracle. <laughs> yeah, be ready. <laughs> be ready. Okay, yeah, good. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Don't you just love miracle stories? <laughs> There's some of my favorite stories, some of my favorite books, some of my favorite movies. Just seeing what our great and awesome God does for his children. And we wonder why hasn't a miracle happened to us? Maybe we haven't asked. Maybe we haven't challenged God enough. Maybe we haven't believed enough. How often did Jesus tell those he was healing your faith? has healed you. So when we lean into our faith and really believe that God is there and he's listening to us, miracles can happen. And Marianne's story today was proof of that. Wasn't that another great podcast filled with hope? What are you hoping for in your life? A new career? Stepping into your purpose? Starting your own podcast? Or finally writing that book? If you are ready to step into the plan and purpose God has for you, I have another gift, and that is to experience the power of coaching through a free consult call. Coaching helped me through my painful journey with grief after my husband died. Coaching eased me through my first year in Florida when I wasn't even sure why the Lord brought me here or what his plans were for me. Coaching brought clarity to a very confused mind. Coaching was essential in making the hope station a reality. A dream came true working with my coaches. Coaching has also brought hope to hundreds of my clients who stepped into their purpose and passion.
To schedule our Hope Chat, otherwise known as a consult call, you can click the calendar link in the show notes or visit my website, dianebells.com. This coaching call could be exactly what you need to ignite a spark of hope in your life. Hope might be just one call away. Why wait? Schedule your call today. Before you leave, I have another free gift for you. What are you looking for in your life? A new career? Stepping into your purpose? Restoring passion in your everyday life? Are you ready to step into the new life God has planned for you? And he does have a plan for you. And that gift is to experience the power of coaching. Coaching helped me through my painful journey when Joe, my husband, died. Coaching eased me through this transition to move to Florida. I wasn't sure why the Lord was bringing me here and what his plans were for me. Coaching gave me clarity. Coaching was essential in making the Hope Station podcast a reality. A dream came true working with my coaches. Coaching also brought hope to hundreds of my clients who stepped into their purpose and passion And it all started with a free consult call. So schedule yours today. To schedule our Hope Chat, otherwise known as a coaching call, you can click the calendar link in the show notes or visit my website, dianebells.com. That's D-I-A-N-E-B-E-L-Z.com. This coaching call could be exactly what you need to ignite a spark of hope in your life. Hope might be just one call away. Why wait? Schedule your call today.